Hey folks, I'm Peter Waterman, and this is my brother, Jammy. Hey folks, uh, this is Jammy, uh, and, uh, and, and uh, that's my brother Peter Waterman, I believe. Is hey what there. He said. You know, for 20 years we've been providing this the western area with quality fa failure. <laughs> Well, I don't mind telling you, we got pretty good at it. We got pretty good at being real bad. Yeah. We make so a now, wagon and it has square wheels. We make a dog and it looks just like a car and is a car and is not a dog. <laughs> now, we want to say thank you to all of our customers. We're not going to do it, but we want to. We, we wanted to. We but really, we just, it's just all we'd love to do. But we're prevented we're by not this. Not going to do it. By this ghost. Ooh. <laughs> this, this evil ghost has gotten between Ooh. you, me, and thankfulness. And that's... But I would like to offer something to your customers, too. Oh, well, what? Well, Come on down this Friday only and get a feast of pain. Did he, say, did he say a piece of pain? Well, I don't know, but <laughs> one thing's for sure. We've been serving this community for 20 years, and I am sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was one of these dirty bastards would just be grateful to us for one goddamn day, but I say we just burn this place to the ground and then uh, get the insurance money and burn that. Yeah, I mean, 20 years people are calling us, we want this and you want, we pay you money. Yeah, it's hard to Just say what they Jesus. came to us for. I don't yeah, really know what cares? our business is. It's bread. Really? Uh, is, that, is that what we've yes. been doing this whole time? Yes, at, at Watson and Company, we have bread, but only one piece. So <laughs> we're not going to sell it to you. And we do have some sesame seeds on our nuts. For sure, always. <laughs> For sure, that's a given. That's just that's just you can write that in pen, folks. Waterman Brothers, a piece of bread that you can't have. <laughs> All right, uh, and it's it's Chef Master Chef Rene Michelle, and then make up some French last name. Okay. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> And now, another episode of Deep Cooking with Master Chef Rene Michel Attaché and his helpful <laughs> assistant, uh, Charlene. Hello and welcome to another show. I'm uh, Chef Rene Michel Attaché. This is my very good friend. Uh, uh, yes, uh, my name is Charlene, and uh, we're very happy to have you here to learn a little bit about food and the places you can place it, other than your mouth. But mostly it'll it is, go in your mouth. Uh, yes, most of the time it will. Uh, it is my pleasure to be here. I want to share some of the dishes with you that I have used over the years. Uh, I just finished uh, my longest stint uh, as the head chef of Alaison. And this is uh, a restaurant that's located in your beehive. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and and Alaison, I believe in, in French that means the paintball gun, right? <laughs> oui, uh, uh, also, um, Alaison uh, can mean, uh, can also mean, hey, I want, I want to park in your hamper. <laughs> Such a romantic language. <laughs> I, do, I do love to hear that language spoken by a true master, even though you're speaking English and not French at all. 
Oui, Charlene. Now, what we are going to focus on uh, this time, this uh, episode, we are going to focus on the dishes that make your pampers wax. <laughs> Uh, it's this, a waxy pampers for everyone in America. We oui, we oui, uh, these dishes are for a uh, fancy party. Uh, they are for uh, uh, special events. Uh, when your bow boner goes off to uh, Washington DC, <laughs> uh, you have a party. You can of course, you gotta, you gotta send it off so it remembers <laughs> what it's missing when it's on its way out of town, you know? Yeah, of course. So, yes, these are special party dishes, and we'll also, Charlene, uh, you are going to uh, demonstrate one of your favorite traditional dishes as well. What are you going to do? Uh, yes, of course. Um, I, this is a dish that I, uh, that I, used, to, I used to make for my husband when he would demolish our closet. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's sort of a a, a weakling grape uh, sunset. It's uh, that's what it's called. It's a weakling grape sunset. It's made with uh, with corn and uh, with terror, and uh, it, <laughs> it really gives you a good sense of your own mortality because it does uh, it does have a contract out on your life. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, we will look forward to that. Uh, we are going to start out with a dish, a very traditional French dish. It is Paris uh, Nassou. Uh, in French, uh, English, it translates to the man who has a, bow, a boat out of his mi mix. So we will do this uh, dish. We will start out. Uh, Seems like that one didn't totally make it all the way across. <laughs> <laughs> it does not translate well, but we are going to start out the materials you will need for this dish. Uh, uh, we will list them. I will list a few, and then uh, Charlene will list a few. Uh, we have this uh, bread made from the hat of a, of a Jew, Jewish man. Uh, then we have uh, some spices. We have some coriander, some, boo some booty juice. Uh, and then uh, we also, this will be very important for the garnish. It is a French bastard fa fake donkey dick. <laughs> so, a fake one. Yeah, as you say, uh, a faux donkey dick. I believe would be how you would say it, yes? Oui, oui. Yes. And what is, show us some other ingredients for this dish, Charlene. First of all, uh, make sure your knives are good and sharp. Okay, you're gonna need a, you're gonna need a, a chef's salad knife. You're gonna need a, a Caesar Sunday knife, and uh, you're gonna need, <laughs> and you're gonna need uh, an American uh, uh, sort of a sandwich bomb uh, olive fork knife. It's a, it's what you cut the olive fork with. You're gonna want to make sure that that's nice and sharp because those things are tough. It's mm -hmm. very hard to cut through a fork, so make sure it is nice and sharp. <laughs> almost almost uh, makes you wonder why we have to do that in the first place, and uh, you're going to learn that as we go along. Yes, all will uh, be made clear to you as we continue this process. Uh, also uh, necessary for the allergy that I call is this, uh, this very perplexed asteroid monster. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, very delicious if you get them just in season, yes. If you if they're confused enough, they're very good. You, know, uh, so you might want to show them some Sudoku or something just to <laughs> really blow their minds. Yes, uh, also something that really gives a uh, very unique flavor of this dish is the bogus fat man. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering what he was doing here, but uh, 
<laughs> it makes you wonder where the real one is, you know. <laughs> I was convinced. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he had you really had us going there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be using a tangerine crossbow. <laughs> uh, not to eat, but to fire at the meal with uh, to to see if we can tell when it's done. Um, we're going mm -hmm. to use a sort of a um like a like a turkey that dresses up like a duck that to try and turn on a duck. You know what I mean? Like he goes down to like duck port authority, and like the duck thinks he's going <laughs> to get laid, but it's not really another duck. You know. <laughs> I don't know how you say that in a nice way. I'm sure there's a uh, what, what, there's a lovely word for it in French, isn't there? We uh, as oui, a palatial. It's it refers to the the duck's uh, mature fan phantom zone. <laughs> oh, that, that sounds better even translated than what I was saying. We oui, and Charlene, you forgot. Uh, uh, some there is a. We are going to braise the meat, and when we braise the meat, we are going to use two different ingredients. Uh, one is the slapping po pope manual. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we will also use very flavorful, uh, pungent uh, juices from the feeling happy zone. <laughs> Yes, of course, of course. We are, um, you know, and just, uh, you're going to use also in there just a splash of sweaty ginger ale. <laughs> That's uh, going to do some nice things uh, to, to bring out, it just brings out the eyeballs in some of these meats. We <laughs> oui, oui. And we shall uh, begin this process. Uh, we put all of our ingredients here. We are going to really bring out the aroma of the spices by putting them in a pan, a stainless steel pan, and when you put them in the pan, uh, first step, you want to put a kind of an angry s s smile on them. Uh, that really makes them more aromatic. My husband is fantastic at this. He, he really <laughs> knows how to put an angry smile on spices. <laughs> Well, no wonder you were smitten with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he smote me a number of times uh, <laughs> before we, uh, before we really got going. Now, and and when you when you get the pan going, you're gonna want to stir it really, really fast. But I'm gonna I'm gonna warn you against that. You know the way my mom used to do it. She used to just stir it like crazy, and all of a sudden it would just turn into kind of a uh, hockey uh, hockey player. <laughs> and uh, I mean, he was you good. He was he was really good, but you don't want a hockey player in the kitchen. They eat everything you have. <laughs> exactly, and then he just goes off to Canada and plays up there anyway. You know. We, you what you want to do once you put the spices in the pan and they become aromatic. Now we are going to add the garlic, onion, and fake fakeness. <laughs> just, just, just add a lot of phoniness to it, so you know no one really trusts this dish. Once you bring it out, they feel like it's talking about them behind their backs. We, this is part of the dining experience. Um, we also we want the fat to start rendering, so we will make a phone call to Bo, to Ch Chimney Man. <laughs> <laughs> He's very good at that. This is the, the part of the dish where it is uh, most important to please your quasar juice. Uh, you <laughs> must. Mean, uh, and and they're, they're pretty shy, so you have to really, really push to get some good feedback whether how pleased it is. <laughs> uh, bring it to a boil. 
And uh, if I if I am to think of a dish that this will remind you of, uh, remember uh, last season, Charlene, we did that uh, uh, bat loaf. <laughs> you know, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to bring up the bat. That was the one. It was like it was that was the day we were going to make uh, that uh, that uh, green jeans lasagna. But uh, I forgot to bring my uh, phonograph. We and we ended up making the bat love, uh, and it was very good. Uh, but it was missing a key ingredient, and that is hope. Uh, this is a your, hopeless bat loaf. Yeah. Yes, your your great hope uh, into it, uh, and then you add some coriander and some blessing of a dead mask masked man. Uh, <laughs> And you go from there. It doesn't have to be Zorro, but it can be. <laughs> you know, if Lone Ranger is around, you can use yeah. him. Batman, what, whoever you've got, could be just some creepy guy in your neighborhood who wears a mask sometimes. <laughs> One of those, like, uh, Lucha Libre, whoever they are. Wait, oui, now, once you have uh, brought it to a boil and spend about 10 minutes in a hot pan, you want to start and you, and, and with... And you're saying the food's in the hot pan. You don't spend no, 10 minutes in the hot you, pan. No, not you, not you. You start with the spice cutting. Now, what are some uh, of the spices we are going to use? Uh, I will name some. Charlene will name some. It's a, it's a fairly long list. It's a very spicy mixture. Yes. First, we're going to use the undercarriage of a mule. <laughs> Yes, of course, and uh, we're going to use uh, just just an eighth of a teaspoon of uh, telephone. <laughs> and then we're going to combine this with a uh, a little bit of plain flour with a a fist fist of ja of jazz in it. <laughs> yep. So you get you want to get just like a little handful of a a sheep doing karate. <laughs> Put that in there. We and uh, you also we like to use uh, whole chilies uh, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. not, that have been dried out. Mm -hmm. But uh, this is a whole chili that has been made into a barnyard uh, feast uh, centerpiece. <laughs> so a bunch of barnyard animals they has a, they have a big party and they use sure. this as a centerpiece. Sure, well, yeah, they, they, it, it, it helps, changes the flavor. Helps set the mood. Yeah, helps <laughs> set the mood, changes the flavor, and relaxes the animals, which is nice because uh, mm -hmm. we're about to eat them for sure. So mm -hmm. you know, that's always nice to have. Yeah, so now that we have all these ingredients, uh, the, all these spices, we mix it in a mortar and pestle and get it all uh, together. Mm -hmm. um, now we have brought this to a boil. It has reduced. We are ready to add the spices. But before we do, we are going to we're going to j jack up our, our automobiles <laughs> and try to get try to get at peace with our our water sport accident <laughs> that happened years ago. Exactly. We're gonna we're gonna fill up the crankcase with a football injury that uh, we're not. <laughs> Uh, sure happened, but uh, that's what—that's our story. That's what we're telling people. <laughs> I lost it in a hot oven for about an hour until it's soft and until the the feeling of maturity comes into your barnacles. <laughs> yeah, and you will know when it happens. They'll grow <laughs> sort of a a real dad-like mustache. You know, and they'll, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, they'll, and they'll pick up a briefcase and head off to work. That's how you know. <laughs> It will stroke its chin in a very thoughtful manner. <laughs> and, uh, It'll be vaguely disapproving of you, but somehow you still want its love. 
<laughs> and then you know it's ready. That's how you know uh, the barnacles on your body are ready, yes. So, you take it out, and when you sell this dish, uh, Charlene, uh, I taught you how to uh, do this, uh, I believe, last month for the party that we did for the mayor's undergarment brooch entertainment zone. <laughs> that is not a great place for a brooch, I have to say. It's, you really, there's a reason why most people wear that on the outside. It's very uncomfortable, and uh, I guess that's why he's the mayor. You know, he's willing to make the sacrifices, yes. We, he, is, uh, he is a very uh, um, a tough guy to do this. <laughs> Uh, but please uh, explain how we sell this dish. Well, you know, plating a dish is very, very important. You know, you want to mm -hmm. make it so people can see everything that they're about to eat and all the colors mixed just really beautifully. So first thing I do is just just drink myself to into a splattery kind of an uh, un onion smell. Like that's what it smells like after I've had enough to drink. <laughs> so that's when I'm ready to start doing the plating. You put the greens on the bottom, make a nice bed of greens, the kind of bed that sort of an angel would want to, like, sleep over at somebody's house, accidentally pee the bed, and then just leave before morning because they're too embarrassed to stay. <laughs> We oui, and at that point you are going to add something for purely decoration, and this is when you get an orange, you throw it away, and then forget about how, what happened when you j jumped over the washing stand when you were a three-year-old. <laughs> this is going to be the older you are, the easier this step gets. <laughs> And always, uh, when you are serving hot food, always be careful of, of, ma of matching your your backside with a picture of a of a moose. <laughs> this uh, is one of the finest dishes that you can do to entertain. Uh, it is a it's a real what they call America crowd pleaser. So we're looking very forward uh, to this dish. What do they call them dish. in French? What do they call that? Uh, in uh, France, we call it uh, Marie Azon. Uh, it translates slightly differently. It translates to the woman who waits for a maligator. That's, that's a crowd pleaser. No, I, I see yeah. where they get it. Sure. In, in France, we do not have alligator. We have maligator. Oh, what's the difference? Well, uh, a maligator has a boat that it rides around in. <laughs> He's not a good swimmer. He does not swim He's very not, much. He's not a great swimmer. Than very lazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, so he can swim. He just chooses. He's not into it. I'm no, sorry. he just does not feel like uh, swimming. Uh, <laughs> we also have birds with helicopter. <laughs> so... Uh, these dishes uh, really hitting the bullseye with uh, all sorts of uh, young guests. This high performance driver is what will he? Wee, 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 wee. He's washing, washing his hands, but you can't see that. He's washing his hands with tiny microscopic hand washing. Things which are faucets built into the steering wheel. New from Vol Thing Cars. They are washing tiny hand washing spouts. Wish you cannot sing. Hey, folks. 
I'm Ronnie Wilkerson, and I, I'm a NASCAR driver, I'm a bumper car driver, and I'm a regular car driver when I gotta get to work. And I don't have time to stop and wash my hands or just scrape my gonads, or I don't have time to, to feed my girls. I don't have time to <laughs> scrape down all my goats. I don't have time for a lot of things. It seems like the car is not really the issue. The time management is really what it seems like my problem is. But I feel like if I get a car that's fast enough, and if I get a car that has enough features that make me happy, my car's got a stereo that that plays uh, blood out of into the air, and I, I inhale it in through my skin, and then I have extra blood, so I have extra time to sleep at night. I mean, be awake, because I can get more done. <laughs> if this is if this describes your life, how could it not? You you need to come down to Garrelson's Motors, and then he'll he'll build you a boat. But it goes on the land. It's a car. He builds you a car. Maybe he just should buy a car and then sell it to you. <laughs> not this guy. He's gonna build it himself. That's our promise to you. We are going to move on to a second dish. Uh, we know American, they like to congregate for this uh, sports entertainment. So we make, we want to uh, bring a little bit of our uh, hostile uh, and beautiful uh, couture dishes to to the living room. And then to bring it back folksy, we're going to have a, a raccoon driving a little train. <laughs> He drives it right into the oven and we cook him. So. We cook him and he, yes. we, with the hat still on his head. The engineer's cap, he looks adorable. <laughs> We're just going to crisp him alive. It'll be just, it's going to really add some flavor of terror and wonder to this dish. All right, so you might think, well, that's just enough. That's enough. But, you know, we, we like to do it in a little bit of a more interesting way. So you, you know how wedding cake has so many layers? Well, this pizza has, we're going to have a seven-layer pizza. The, mm -hmm. the, the first layer is standard, uh, standard uh, green, green bottom pizza. Mm -hmm. uh, layer two is uh, we're going to have sort of a pepperoncini, a wonder if you are alive layer. <laughs> we uh, Layer number three is uh, Christmas ha houses. <laughs> yes, yeah, Christmas houses is going to be a great layer. <laughs> uh, layer four, I was thinking it would be interesting to do sort of a garlic Oreo layer. Uh, sort of, <laughs> but, it, but it's like a garlic Oreo layer that has a drinking problem. <laughs> well, uh, we give our sincere wishes for its recovery. <laughs> but not until the pizza's done. Oh, right? well, no, no. Yes, we must make sure that the flavors are all represented. Uh, layer number five, uh, it is a an elk that can't do it on taxes. <laughs> so any elk at all? <laughs> well, some elks in France are... Very surprising in this respect. Interesting. So the alligators aren't into swimming, but the elk can do the taxes. All right. It's a wild place. It's a wild place. You wouldn't think uh, just across the Atlantic these things would be going on, but <laughs> some really it's crazy shit. Evolution or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so layer six, the second to last layer, is uh, an untrustworthy bank. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, has uh, deceptive practices. We and the, you really can taste the flavor of the bank. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's a very dominating flavor when the, the pizza is complete. But uh, the seventh layer, the piste de resistance, uh, as we say in French, 
uh, is a, a I mean, a piece photo- of a piece of resistance, right? <laughs> that the translation is a piece of resistant hand. <laughs> So oh, like a hand that's like pushing a against hand you. that doesn't want to go where you want it to go. <laughs> sure. The seventh layer is a is a dominating zookeeper. <laughs> you know, this, of- is, this is going to be really beautiful to have on top, you know, because he can sort of look down on all the other layers and really freak them out. See, we. <laughs> I turn Spanish for a moment. <laughs> I, just when I say yes, I turn Spanish. Um, when uh, we, uh, the zookeeper is uh, very important for this pizza because he thinks all the other layers are animals and he's sort of mean to them and it really changes the flavor and the texture of the pizza. Yeah, his disapproval can really be felt all the way through down to the back to the bottom layer, which. You know, that's what you want. You want separate flavors, but they, they, they work together in a way that is, uh, I don't know, uncomfortable for all of them. <laughs> well, so once uh, you have these layers in place and you have pressed the dough out, you want to make sure that you have the sauce. Now, the sauce, uh, many people, they, they put too much garlic in their sauce. Uh, I like to use more onion. And it needs a less garlic uh-huh. and more of a jab, jabbing your donuts. <laughs> so that helps cut the onion flavor with the donut jabbing. All right. Well, well, a fearful donut is very important for any pizza. <laughs> Just like the old saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And now, okay, so uh, we've been preheating the oven. You put the oven on 50,000. And then uh, while the pizza is cooking, you try to you try to list the many ways that you like to rig your yams. <laughs> so I like to put my yams. I like to make booby traps with yams. <laughs> so when, power, sure, yeah. when my grandmama comes home from her shoe practice, uh, she gets a yam uh, fired at her at very high velocity and hit her right in the titty. <laughs> this is so important while right you're making in pizza. in the titty. Yes, of course. I, I heard you. I heard you. Titty! Chef Renee, you're so sophisticated. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, that, is a, that is a great way to rig up ham or yams. Uh. Uh, but, you know, folks, while the pizza is cooking, we are going to uh, take a break. So come back in a couple of minutes and uh, we'll see how pizza turned out. And we'll pause for a moment and we'll be right back with cooking with Chef Renee and Charlene. See you in a bit, folks. Davidson's hot dogs. <laughs> Davidson's hot dogs. We're making hot dogs. <laughs> Hi, I'm Davidson. I th- this is- if I can stop you, I think we know everything we need to know. <laughs> I think you Who have are made, you and why? You've what made are you your doing position. In my you've made your position clear. You make hot dogs, is my understanding. Is that correct, Davidson? Well, no. Oh, no. Well, you were being ironic in the song. I sell hot dogs, but folks, this year we're trying something different. 
we're going to shit all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Davidson hot dogs were always very known for shitting in one single place. I appreciate you branching out. Why am I in your commercial? Why am I in your commercial? Why am I in your commercial? (laughs) Folks, if you are... If you're wondering why this person's in my commercial. I appreciate you being non-gender specific because <laughs> I don't know myself. For years, we've been providing quality hot dogs for a low, low price. Well, for, you know, this hot, hot dog. dog price. Yeah, this hot, this hot dog can't walk. I can't walk. Someone help me. <laughs> I think the important thing is the hot dog does not need help. It does not need to walk. What are you doing here? Why am I in this commercial? Yeah, my commercial. Why am I in this commercial? Folks. Davidson's Hot Dogs, home of why am I here? <laughs> Folks, when you dream about slimy monsters, <laughs> Davidson Hot Dogs will give you a, a, a 50% off. So come on down to Oh, God, I have several questions for you, Davidson. <laughs> no, no, you shouldn't be here. So don't Why talk am to I me. here? Why no, am no. I talking to you? You should be able, you look, you purchased this airtime. You should be able to just advertise whatever you want without being questioned. And I, I apologize. Hello, I am Frank Giannetti. And I'm his brother, Joe Giannetti. And we are here to bring you a new restaurant, La Jardinière, in French. Jard- what does that mean? That means something in French, doesn't it, Frankie? No, I don't think so. <laughs> it's just a word. They just made up a sound like <laughs> like when we make fun of French people, we go, oh, fu, 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 fu. like they just, they just made a word and they're like, fuck you. It's a word well, and we're going to say mean- it. You know what I think it means? I think it means, how you, you know, what's going on? How you doing? <laughs> so so that makes it sound like it's a casual place, but it's not. This is a no, fancy dining you. restaurant. And you got all, I mean, like, you know, like we got all the normal stuff. You got like chicken and duck, but then we got Wagyu flat iron. We got to, you can oh, eat an iron. You, you, you better just take it easy with the iron. <laughs> you can eat the iron at the table. They, they iron it right at the table before you, which is very romantic for you. Maybe for a basketball that you pretend is a woman. Maybe it's for a, for a, an uncle of yours who's going out to dinner and you don't even know about it. That's right. And what you get with the way Wagyu flat iron is you get an Herbet Chard, which is sort of a, like a champagne that wanted to go to, to uh, Disneyland. <laughs> but it didn't get to go. But it didn't go. Now it's pissed off. No, it's not happy about it, but it still has that, that hope inside that made it feel good. <laughs> before. You can taste it. Yeah, yeah. We got all kinds of fancy cheeses for you if you want to come down here. We got Boho Bell, which doesn't make any sense to me. I used to date a girl. We used to call her boho bell uh but that was just because uh she knew how to like she could do a limbo that was so low that she couldn't see anymore she actually <laughs> lost her eyesight doing wow. the limbo that is a serious limbo yeah yeah she did all uh, right we also have uh, other cheeses we have a uh, piper's pyramide which is uh pot goat cheese pot licking cheese <laughs> yeah we have a, a shake rag blue cheese which is a it's a normal blue cheese except it knows uh it, it knows like enough about jazz that it kind of annoys you because it talks <laughs> about it a lot you know too much yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh you know this restaurant jardinaire it also has some delicious uh desserts 
that you can enjoy with a friend. <laughs> yeah, or an enemy if you got a kind of a weird relationship. But it like it's like you're normally you're trying to kill each other, but sometimes you might want to have goat milk sherbet. Have, yeah, you just want to enjoy something with them for yeah. a while. Just take a break, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like that spy versus spy, like like fight for a while, and then like you know they'd like have a picnic or something. I don't know. It's been a while since I read that. I don't know what it is. <laughs> now some people may make take some olive oil, put it in a pan, and make some some pasta bellies. But what you have over here is olive oil cake. Yeah, uh, we took olive oil. Uh, we we got we got pissed off at the world, and we just decided <laughs> fuck you. We made a cake out of it. We got we got tired of doing what everybody wants us to do. It's like <laughs> I didn't get into this business to be work a day Joe bag of donuts. I wanted to like have an olive oil experience that nobody else had had. I wanted to give you, and people didn't want it, so I said, fuck you, I'll make a cake out of it. I'm going to make yeah. an olive oil cake. We freeze the olive oil so it's cold enough that it can be in a square, like a cake, <laughs> and we put a birthday candle in it, and you say, oh, it's not my birthday. You say, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Go go rotten hell, you rude cock. <laughs> <laughs> now, also onto the, the, the desserts category, we have the goat milk Sherbet. Now, this is where you go up to the goat and you say, "How? Uh, listen, it's it's really rainy today. So why don't you just take take you know wait a day, take a day off, and then when he's not looking, you just knee him right in his like his dick. <laughs> that's right. And that's and then it makes that sherbet. Yeah, he makes that sherbet just out of the surprise and also out of being a little annoyed that you told him it was rainy today. He already knew. You know, <laughs> yeah, he wasted his time. Yeah. The goat knows it's raining. You're like, hey, it's raining today. He's like, Jesus Christ, this fucking God. Yeah, what's this fucking guy? Yeah, what the, who's this fucking asshole? Knee him in the crotch. You know, you just you kick him right in the... Right but in you the, can't do it. You got to miss his balls. You got to get him right in the dick. Yeah, exactly. So, or the, the service doesn't yeah, come out right. Yeah, I don't want to explain it any more clearly than that, but the point is if you hit the balls, the sherbet isn't exactly what you want. That's it. Something else comes out. <laughs> okay, right. I said not too specific. Oh, enough. sorry. Okay. Now, also, we have, uh, let's look over at the sides area. Uh, we've got roasted baby carrot. Now, some people say, I don't know if, if a roasted baby carrot is really uh, all that exciting. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Grow up. You know, just like <laughs> learn, learn about the world for five seconds. And you know, you're like, oh, it's not that exciting, is it? How about going to your job? Is that exciting? No. <laughs> eat, the, eat the fucking carrot is what. Yeah. Let me tell you something. If you want to like a fucking French fry, go over to, you know, fucking Ben Gironi's, you know, and get like a, like a dead sandwich, you know. And but if you really want to be a person in the world, yeah, if you want to be a baby in a carrot and shut the fuck up. So you know these many dishes. We hope that you will enjoy uh, with your friend, with an a apple salesman, uh, <laughs> or or a jumping cow. Yeah, yeah. Bring bring your family. Bring a rope. You know, bring a bring an orangutan that knows how to wash clothes. You know, because that'll be fun for everybody. <laughs> and when you get here, use the special promotional code Fat Man, <laughs> and we will give you a special uh, parting gift. This is a a uh, it's it's a special uh, it's a pasta dish. Mm -hmm. It's a creamy polenta with oxtail sugo. 
Now, what was Sugo? I, I feel like su- Sugo was like you go to Japan and a guy kicks you in the stomach, right? Uh, no, like uh, Sugo is when you uh, forget to uh, wash your elbow uh, <laughs> when you're staying overnight in the Bolivia and they give you like a special uh, hat. <laughs> as like a punishment or as like a prize? <laughs> It's a little both. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're very complex people down in Bolivia. <laughs> but that's what the Sugo is. And that's what we give you as a special prize. So come in this week, uh, use the promo, and we are looking very forward to serving you at Jardinier. And now we bring you back to Chef Rene and Charlene. No, we are back here. Uh, the pizza is cooking very nicely, and you will smell the spices mixing together uh, in a beautiful aromatic uh, flavor. In France, we call it mi jolibar, the two, uh, which translates to the the pelican that wants do a, a dance. <laughs> yeah, I just... <laughs> That's that's very similar, you know. What we used to call that back uh, back at home uh, in in Montana, we used to call that uh, the the uh, the the scent of the goat that won't do squats uh, three days a week. <laughs> and so, obviously, he's never going to get anywhere. Charlene, uh, uh, you are. I have seen uh, you really glow as a chef in the last couple of years, and I, the the next two steps to this process. You have really mastered. So please uh, illustrate uh, the next step. Yes, of course. So, uh, and thank you for the compliment. You know, I've, uh, under your tutelage, I feel like I've, I've really learned how to disappoint fewer and fewer people each day. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, the first step, of course, is you're going to want to put this uh, onto an oven uh, that has been pre-chilled uh, to room temperature. But you got to put it on top of the oven, and then you get in the oven. And then when someone comes in to get the cake, they open it up and you go, hi. And then they forget that you had made dessert at all. So then when you give them the dessert, they're doubly surprised. Oui, and it's so important to this dish is uh, the surprise. That's why we call it in France, uh, this, uh, it translates to the renegade Sasquatch that has a, a side job. <laughs> oh. You know, like some clerical work, you know. Yeah, like yeah, yeah just, you know, just seasonal stuff, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. when I grew up, we used to call that uh, the cabbage that works at the mall, but just during the holidays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, and, and what do you want to do after you surprise the people and jump out of the oven and say hi? Um, you... <laughs> You want to uh, make sure that you you put the cake on a flaming missile uh, for about 45 minutes. Well, that's how long it takes to get out of the atmosphere, re-enter the atmosphere, and uh, detonate an ICBM, yes. We and, and the final touch to this dessert, uh, you're going to use, uh, as a garnish, you're going to use the, the ear of a lion monster. <laughs> Not a lion, but, but a, a lion, lion monster. monster. So does that mean like, like, uh, like what lions are scared of, like at night when they hear, like when they like a lion's a kid, and it's like no, the- no, it's like a lion monster, like a lion that has like horns and a big like extra mouth and things. It's a couple of mouths, a couple of horns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So sort of a super lion. Yeah, sort of, you know, like a, oh shit, you know, what is that? It's like, oh fuck, I was like, oh no, that was a lion. It's like, oh no, it's like way worse than a lion. <laughs> yeah, you thought you're just being attacked by a lion, but you know, you're, you're just when you thought it couldn't get worse, you know. Yeah, it gets a little worse, and that's, you're going to use what part of the lion? <laughs> <laughs> the ear. Oh, yes. Yeah. The ear of this lion monster goes on top of our dirt cake. <laughs> we tell you it was a little, you know, off the beaten pass, this recipe. <laughs> I mean, anybody could just make a chocolate cake, you know. You don't, you don't even need to own a TV, let alone watch this show to do that. We, you know, we want to bring uh, these exotic recipes to you. Uh, but, uh, you know, these materials you can still find at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of them that you might have to go all the way to the back. But, uh... <laughs> but uh, uh, we want to talk about, uh, we are almost out of time, we want to talk about uh, some of the dishes we will be working with next episode, uh, shall oh, we? Oh, yes, exactly. Next next week, it's going to be uh, our, our uh, overcooked fish week. And <laughs> so we're we're gonna be we're gonna be putting some uh, some some serious uh, some serious oven moves onto a a carp that will be just obliterated by the end. Yes, and uh, we are going to use a very traditional Atlantic cod, and we're just gonna just fuck it up. We're just gonna cook it all day. <laughs> And uh, we're going to set a swordfish on fire for a couple hours. We uh, we burn uh, it to the ground. Mm-hmm. So uh, please uh, tune in uh, for another amazing episode of uh, Cooking with Chef Rene and Charlene. Until next time, see you later. Bon appetit, everyone. Uh, this weekend only. $800 gets you a mask! <laughs> that seems like a kind of a steep price for a mask. Get off my case! Sorry, sorry, pal. No, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, thanks. This weekend only, bring a biscuit that has a life uh, force, and we'll string your mama up for all to see. <laughs> this Saturday, we are limiting your ability to drive. <laughs> we are refusing to allow you to purchase a car. We are taking your money and giving it back. This Saturday and this Saturday only, we will have it be Sunday instead of Saturday. That's how crazy our deals are. You will slip into another dimension and slip on the banana peel of life. That's right, folks. This weekend only, bring your filthy baskets and we'll turn them into wishes for children. <laughs> you can drive a duck as fast as you would ever want to walk. But, but you could just walk. Why would you do it? Why couldn't you just do it yourself? That's our promise to you. You will do what we say. You get into this get into this pickup truck, slide over the other side, get out the other side of the pickup truck, and get into the car of your dreams on the other side of the pickup truck. That's right, folks. This weekend only, all my sales force is pissing on a ro roasting ham. <laughs> Do not eat the ham. I, 
I don't think we're going to eat it. We are but not going to move a lot of that ham. <laughs> but that's how committed we are to getting you the best price of a deal. Now we, this, wait, wait, wait. We're so committed <laughs> that we're pissing on a roasting ham. <laughs> Look at this. Five Waterhouse. Wishing American Chemotherapy Wheelhouse. A di Disc Enchantment en Encyclopedia. Whoa. <laughs> $500 down. Get you this sick machine. <laughs> ten, ten sprinklers going on your mama. We will hose down your relatives for only $500 down and $599 a month. For $300 per day for the rest of your life, we will give you a large car. A very large car. <laughs> for $1,000... Oh, I'm sorry, what's that? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, yes. oh no, oh, no, 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 you want a high law. This St. Patrick's Day, we're turning the key, the Keebler Library into a giant mud pit. <laughs> Mr. Samsonite goes against Kiss My Phone in the new 80,000 re seat arena. It's big time in water disc invaders. <laughs> it almost seems like a waste of money for a car lot to build an 80,000 seat arena, but we did it anyway. We have a wet t-shirt contest. We have a wet he-shirt contest. We have a, a, a greasy thong contest. And we have a really smelly wool suit contest. <laughs> this weekend only, it's the biggest monster trunk event, truck event, in the city. Wait, wait a minute, how many monster truck events are happening in the city on this weekend? Shut up, shut up. <laughs>